This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Tigers and 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast hosted by lead writer Christian Fowler where he brings you the latest interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and more in both football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Here is your host, Christian Fowler. So Brady, kind of transitioning away from, you know, all the seasons, all the games, and to specifically the city of Memphis, because I know it it holds a special place for you. Uh, But let's start from the beginning, coming to Memphis, because I know you're, you know, out west forever, grew up in California, went to high school there. Uh, and then initially went to college at Arizona State. Yeah. Um, and so then you decided to come here with your old coach at Mike Norvell. What was it? What were the initial thoughts? You know, landing in Memphis, being in Memphis. What were the initial thoughts of of the city and kind of how much of a different environment it was from what you were used to? Yeah. Well, when I first got to town on my official visit, um, it was snowing, and I know you guys dealt with like a huge snowstorm, but um, that was like the first time everyone's seen snow in a while, and so. Um, I got to see the Liberty Bowl, like literally dressed in white, and it was beautiful. And um, I was just really, really excited. And so once I got here and like the snow went away and you actually get to see like Memphis for what it was, um, I actually really enjoyed it. And I grew, you know, I'm a West Coast kid till the day I die, um, California boy, but it was really nice to kind of get a change of scenery to experience something different, um, to see all the green, the greenery and the, the trees and, um, to just be in a different, you know, style of, of living and city. And so I was super excited and I'm an easygoing guy. So like there's, you know, people ask about culture shock. Like I was just going with the flow. Um, that's probably part of the California boy in me, but, um, I was excited and, and really appreciated what this city had to offer me. And um, it's become like a second home uh, for me, and it's somewhere that will always hold like a special place in my heart for sure. So I know Memphis can be tough at times accepting outsiders because Memphis is yeah. like, a, if you're from here, we love you, but yeah. if you're not, we got to take a minute to get used to you. Um, so I know you said you felt accepted by your teammates and your yeah. coaches very quickly, but when did you feel like Memphis fully accepted you? Like when did you really start to feel the love from the city itself? Yeah, so, um, you know, like, don't get it twisted. I, I definitely felt love my entire career. Um, and there's, there's like, true, like, to me, a true, like, Memphis Tiger fan is, like, obviously people that bleed blue through and through, like, and, and this city's gone through a lot. Um, not just that city, but, like, for the football program, they've gone through a lot of crap, and there's been dog days, there's been better days. Um, so, like, I get it. Um, but I've always had supporters, um, not just, you know, the ones I care about are like my teammates and my coaches. Those are the people that, um, their opinions matter. Um, the people on the outside though, I appreciate, um, I appreciated the love and support I got from them. I always wasn't the fan favorite from the get go, like you kind of touched on. Um, but that never, that never like bothered me. 
And um, that's what fans do. I mean, it's I get it. Um, they're still paying their hard-earned money to come watch me play. So if you're going to be so mad at me, then stop coming. But um, it worked out. I, I think over time, um, like you mentioned, I think they kind of warmed up to me um, as a whole. Like, like I said, there's always been true supporters and, and people that have kind of had my back and um, been grateful for me coming here from the jump. But as a, as a whole and where I really felt like, okay, I think the city's embracing me now is, is into that second year. Um, and I get it. And I, you know, it kind of made me feel like I got to earn my stripes a little bit, which, which I kind of liked, but, um, very grateful and thankful. Um, cause you just, you learn and, and, um, whenever you get to like inter interact with people outside of football, or if it's an event and you're at, you know, you're there as a football player, I think that changes people's perspective on you a little bit, just because they get to know you on a deeper level as a person. And, there's a little bit more reason to, to support someone because they like you or they kind of get your story and, and view you in a different light other than the guy who's not playing as highly as we'd like him to or the guy that is throwing touchdowns. And so um, I love this place. I love the people. The city's special. Memphis is Memphis. Like that's what everyone says and it's facts. Um, and there's just a, a grind and you know it's the grit and grind um that blue collar that chip on your shoulder type of approach and energy that this place has that i love because that's how i grew up even though i'm from california and so i feel like i fit in here even though i'm different it's still um, a part of me and something i'm very proud of and proud to be a part of i feel like when you're a football player especially when you're a quarterback all everyone wants to talk about is football but that's only a certain percentage of your life i mean you have so much going on outside of football and the thing that gets publicized the most about you is your school life and you know finishing your master's at memphis and going into your doctorate so i want to start with that yeah but i know people already know that and talk about that yeah. so i want to get into some deeper things so first off with that just what was the what were the three years like balancing that balancing being QB one of a top mm -hmm. 25 program and also, you know, having to take so many classes and, and get a master's and then work on your doctorate. Yeah. For, I mean, for me, it wasn't that difficult. Um, it's not a cakewalk, but uh, I just feel like I've always done that at a high level. I've been able to, um, to balance life well, to um, like, cate you know, categorize things and um, separate certain things and, and make sure there's some order and um, a rhythm to kind of life. And so every week doesn't look the same, but I'm able to adjust my schedule accordingly. And so I think I handled it really well. Um, the master's was, is, was honestly easy for me. I think it's better than undergrad. Um, not because it's easier, but it's just more specific to what you want to do. And I loved, all the classes I took and the professors I had and knocked that out in a year. And then obviously chose to do, um, to start my doctorate. And that was, that, that was difficult and that's been a task at hand, but, um, I've never feel like I've struggled, um, balancing it and being able to do both. And I think that's, um, not normal. I think that's kind of a testament to who I am. And so, you know, a lot of people don't think about setting themselves up, for life after football but football is finite 
I mean, it's not going to be here forever. Yeah. You're not going to be able to do it forever. How much of a priority was that for you coming in to college, you know, not only at Memphis, but when you started college at Arizona State, to say, look, even if I do go make it pro, yeah. make millions of dollars, there's still life after football. There still has to be a plan after football. So how much did you prioritize that coming into college? Um, I've always just wanted to push myself academically and, and do the best I can and, you know, have, you know, obviously like, it's not like have the highest GPA, but just do well in class and learn. Um, I've, I value knowledge a lot. And, and um, Arizona State, I was in the Barrett Honors College, which, a, you know, a ton of people don't even know exists. Um, and came here, started my master's, and then, when I finished that up, I was like, I'm going to the highest level possible. And um, it, it is setting yourself up, but it's also like a competitive competitiveness within me. Like the reason I got a doctor or started my doctor was not because I wanted to become a doctor and get my PhD. It's just, why not? Like I'm here, I'm gonna just take this thing to the highest level. I'm gonna push myself and I'm gonna make people call me Dr. White for the hell of it. Um, and so, that's just like how I'm wired and, and I know I'm gonna use it for life after ball, but I'm not even thinking of that. I don't even know what I wanna do after football. Um, I have a somewhat of an idea, but I wanna play ball and I'm going to um, for a while. And so I, I know I add value with my education and that, that is gonna help me when the time comes because even if I play as long as Tom Brady, you still got half your life to live, so. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Shout out Young Swiss. So, so many people have seen, you know, a lot of the same answers from you, a lot of the press conferences, uh, and that's really how people know you. Like fans know you through press conferences or maybe bumping into you occasionally. Um, but I think, I think so often we forget that you guys are people too. Like yeah. we just think like, oh, he plays for my favorite team. So that's cool. Cause he goes out there and wins us games and that there's no depth to you, but you're a person. There's yeah. depth to you. What does, you know, Brady White, the son, the sibling, the 
the fiance now congratulations yeah, thank by the you. way appreciate it uh what 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 does that person look like what what are you like in other areas of your life for for people that don't know or haven't seen that yeah um i, I think the first thing that i would say is, is i'm a man of faith um i'm a, a believer and follower of christ and and that's a huge foundation and kind of what i'm rooted in um and so that's a big big part of my life and something i'm very thankful for and um I think I'm a I'm a fun, fun-loving guy that's definitely charismatic, um, genuine, and authentic to who I am. Um, I think I, I enjoy like being active, and that's I think that's why I kind of just gravitated towards sports as a kid. I enjoy um, being around with family and friends. Um, I think I naturally have a an aura about me that is gonna like kind of bring people together and um and bring the best out of people and so um I, i'm very comfortable in my own skin i'm very grateful to to be created the way i am to have the parents and be raised the way that um i have been and i'm a big family man too um, just because i have siblings we have a, a a large family that we're all very supportive of one another and close and so um we can i, I mean there's more to me but that's you know, a few big things. And, um, I like when I get to know people on a personal level, I don't want to be known as I'm not just quarterback. That's not my identity. That's not what defines me. Um, but that is a part of my story and it is what I do. And so there is value in that. Um, but I like when people get to know me on a personal level and get to meet Brady White, the person, not just the quarterback. So I know there are some players that have trouble turning that switch off because I mean you when you're when you're in the facility when you're watching film when you're on the field you're in a certain mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, for you, I don't I don't think that you're that kind of person that like it has difficulty turning it off. But what is that like for you? Like what is it like going from winning uh, an American Athletic Conference championship or playing on you know national TV on game day or winning a bowl game? Yeah. Uh, and then having to kind of digress back into family life and, uh, and and being that person instead of the always on, yeah. always competitive, ultra competitive Brady well, White, the football th player. That's that's how I am. Like, I'm, if we're playing Uno, I'm gonna kick your ass. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm super competitive, um, but I'm very, I'm also very down to earth. And so, um, and there's, I, I feel like you can have two different like personality, so to speak, on and off the field. But I think um, within that, you are going to stay somewhat true to who you are. And so there's, there shouldn't be a, a, a big difference. Um, and, I, and I think that's true for myself. Um, I'm competitive as hell, but I'm, I'm definitely down the earth. And so when I'm not, you know, on the field or not being viewed as a quarterback, like I just enjoy kicking back. And like if we were, you and I were to encounter each other on the – you know, on the sidewalk or the streets of Memphis, like, I don't want you to be like starstruck and polarized that I'm the quarterback. Like I, I just enjoy having normal conversation and, and having that interaction as human beings. Like that's at the end of that's what we are. It's just, I was blessed to be able to play this game at a high level. And as far as like being involved in the community goes and stuff, I know some, like some players feel like you have to do that and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of just an obligation uh, and it's difficult for a college player anyway because you have so many other things on your plate. But with you, it always felt genuine. It felt like you genuinely Absolutely. enjoyed being in the community, doing doing things for the community. 
so what was that like for you? Like what, what was it like for you to be involved in the community and kind of get more involved with the city as a whole? Such a gift. I mean, such a blessing to, to act. And that's like where you're actively integrating yourself into the city and into this culture um, and this special place. And so I loved having all these opportunities to, to go to the Children's Hospital or St. Jude or Labonne or um, go speak at a church or go um, read for kids at an elementary school or this, that, and the other. Go kind of talk to a group of um, youth football players, go watch them play, do the coin toss, all these different things, and there's so many more. Um, that I just, that is, that means more to me than playing ball. Like, I love that stuff. I love being able to meet these people to, to get to know them more, to hopefully have a positive impact on those lives, bring a smile to someone's face, um, have them connecting with the quarterback, but I'm more than just, you know, I'm Brady White. I'm not just the quarterback. And so um, that stuff I valued a ton. That's why I love doing it. And, and like you said, it, it is genuine. It's not me feeling like I'm obligated to because I'm the quarterback or the face of the franchise. No, like I genuinely wanted to do that. And that's why I did it so much because I really cared about it and was something I enjoyed doing. And it's something I'll continue to do throughout my career. Like this is, like I said, it's a second home. And so I want to continue to, to pour into this city, to this community and hopefully give back um, whenever I have the opportunity to. And I'll be constantly coming back, visiting, seeing the team and, and hopefully hanging around the city. And um, I just hope that I leave here with um, a legacy that is viewed you know, highly and that that stands for a lot more than just a successful quarterback and that the interactions and engagements I've had with the community and the fans have meant a lot to them and, and impacted them and influenced them in, uh, in a really positive way. So I actually tweeted this after the Montgomery Bowl and I believe I asked, asked you about it uh, in the, in the post-game press conference. So you finished your career, to, I believe 10,690 passing yards, 90 passing touchdowns, seven rushing touchdowns, which everybody always leaves out the rushing touchdowns, uh, 28-11 overall record, 19-1 and record inside Liberty Bowl, uh, first outright AAC championship team, uh, first ever team to go to New Year's Six Bowl, and first bowl win since 2014. Yeah. When you look at all that, uh, and I don't know how much you reflect on that because I know you were more about team than personal, but you know, since, since you made the decision to kind of start the next chapter of your life and, and move on to prepare for the NFL – how much of that love have you felt? Because I know, like yeah. you said, there was times where it was up and down, but when the ride's over, that's typically when you get the most yeah, love. Yeah. Uh, so what is what has it felt like, you know, since then, kind of running into people if you've been like since you've been back, or yeah. getting that love from fans on social media or whatever? What has that been like since since your career was ended at Memphis? Yeah, there's definitely, you know, I, I think with everything, there's a little bit of like you don't truly understand and appreciate everything about. A particular person or, or something until it's gone and um, I felt that a little bit I'm not saying that is a hundred percent but I've definitely you know felt it a little bit and it's 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 nice like it's nice to know that whether it's after the fact or during um, that you're appreciated and that you um, are valued by other people and, and that's not what I live for and that's not like everything I cherish but um, we're all human beings, and I think we were designed to, to 
to not walk this life alone. It's like to be together in friendship and relationship. And so um, I just, I appreciate that because it, it's a connection with me. It's not, I don't need to be put on a pedestal or be praised. I don't want that. Um, but to, you know, like when, when someone says thank you or I appreciate you, um, that means a lot to you. And so um, I'm very thankful and grateful for, for these people. And um, I'm very proud of what I've been able to accomplish here um, throughout my few years. And what it's not just me, it's the team. And so um, we'll see how long those things stand. I know there was a handful of records that were standing for a while by Mr. Wimpreen that um, yours truly got to take over. And I hope to have those for a long time coming. But I also want them to be broken because that means the team is going to be doing well. So I'm excited to see what the future holds for this place. You know, you talked about, you know, Memphis is Memphis and you can't really explain it to yeah, outsiders. It's, like it's just, it just has a different vibe, a different feel. And especially with like the Memphis versus everybody stuff, like mm. Memphis always feels like they have a chip on their shoulder. Like there's a target on the back. When did you start to see that? Like, when did you start to be like, okay, it really is like Memphis versus everybody around Yeah. Here. I mean, I think I just, I think, like, like I said, you know, I think I got really integrated in that second year. And I think I also um, really got to be exposed to, um, to Memphis a lot as well. I think, um, before I get into that specific, like you just, you get to see a lot of the, the culture and the history, the rich history that's here and, and all the special things the city has to offer. And I saw a little bit of that in the first year in exploring the city, but also like you just really dive into it and appreciate it and, you know, towards going into that second year. Um, and so I, I definitely felt that, that Memphis versus everybody, um, mentality and that statement um, in that second year. And I just think that's what I love about this city. Um, because I feel like it relates to me as a person. Like I'm always going to have a chip on my shoulder. I feel like an underdog and I feel like, like this is like an underdog city. Like I don't think everyone outside of this city, um, appreciates Memphis fully and, um, in sports, I just think there's a lot of, um, people and teams that are just trying to, to root against you <clears throat> and, and want to see you fall. And if you're, you know, it's just like, it's kind of all the different funny things that have happened. Like just don't put it in another, in someone else's hands. Like you, you got to do your job and you've got to um, not necessarily take control, but you got to control what you can control and make sure that, um, you're doing things in a, in a decisive manner and, and separating yourself so that you're not leaving it up to chance or anyone else. Um, but I just think this, this city, this place, this, this program is undervalued, um, exponentially. And I think we're earning more respect across the country and, and that M with the, with the tiger means more now. And I just want to I pray this place continues to build on that. And then we get to a point where former Tigers, current Tigers, former players, you know, myself get to look back and, and understand where it's at, how special that is also like what we contributed and how much that means. Um, and so I love this place. It means a lot to me. And, and I want to, you know, thank everyone that's been a part of my career and all the fans that have um, always supported the Tigers. So um, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers and 20 Off the Boards. 
If you enjoyed this interview, we would love for you to leave a comment and a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, please hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are uploaded daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for the VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information. 